0: Your favorite podcast is here. Welcome back, everyone. Season two, Weddings Unedited. We are finally here.
1: We Power are. dance. We are so excited. Mm-hmm. And we finally got this figured out. This is this has been like an hour-long situation trying to get this episode recorded, so I'm yes. glad it worked in, out.
0: We're just a little bit rusty. We haven't done this in like six or seven months.
1: Has <sighs> it been that long? Almost. It feels longer than that.
0: I know. It does because I've been just basically stuck in the month of August, I feel like, in my brain. It's just perpetually August. So, it's anyway. perpetually
1: just summer all the time. Now it's October yeah. in my brain still.
0: Well, I was like, is it? <laughs>
1: no, it's November. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We literally just went over the fact it's November 7th right now yes. as we record this. So beginning yes. of November, but still feeling the October vibes.
0: A hundred percent forever. I'm an October baby, so it just comes hand in hand. This is true.
1: Yes, happy belated birthday! She just celebrated with some family. I'm just so glad you were able to take some time off
0: and enjoy yourself
1: as one should.
0: You were very monumental in that. So thank you for giving me a great birthday. We went hot tubbing. It was very romantic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I haven't even gone in the the hot tub with Byron yet.
1: (laughs) In the middle, I mean, honestly, I'm too old to be like hot tubbing it like past nine p.m. So. I prefer a day t- a day tub hang. <laughs> can we make that a T-shirt? Day, day tub, tub hang. hang. Yeah. yeah, but hopefully people won't think of like bathtub hang. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but anyways. it's not quite the same vibe. <laughs> not quite <Yeah>. the same. <laughs> yes. Um, well, anyways, yes, here we are,
0: season two. If you've been following along since the beginning, you're the real OGs, and we appreciate you. We're really just doing this for you guys. Um, If you're new here, welcome. We're so excited to have you on this wild and crazy train that we've
1: created. Crazy. If you haven't listened to any episodes before this one, um, buckle up, and you should probably listen to maybe some other episodes to get a gist more of what we are about. We're very... Um, We plan these things, but they're not exactly super planned out. They're just sort of like what Courtney and I normally do anyways, which is just hang out, chat about life, and, of course, work, which is a big reason why we created this podcast in the first place because we just found ourselves having a lot of these conversations between the two of us, and we felt everyone was deserving to listen to our nonsense.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Well, and a lot of this stems from – you know, things that previous couples, whether they're ours or other photographers or whoever we might know, that say they wish there was somewhere that or someone that would have told them things before they got married. So that's kind of where this podcast comes in. We try and bring you the information of things that you wish you would have known going into your wedding that nobody is going to tell you, that nobody has the balls to tell you, or they just don't want to tell you, but we're going to do it.
1: Yes. There's no hiding any information here. We don't name names, but we do definitely talk about situations that we've gone through, others have gone through. So it can be a learning experience for everybody because power is knowledge or knowledge is power. Here we are. This is it. This, is what, I'm off saying. The rails. this is what I'm expecting. It's knowledge is power. <laughs> and so therefore, when you have more knowledge and you're educated on certain subjects, you can make better decisions. So we hope yep. that that's what This will bring to everyone, not just couples, but other vendors and everyone in between.
0: A hundred percent. And for those of you that are new here, every episode, we also have a, I don't know if you'd go with a theme cocktail, but we pick a cocktail to indulge in in every episode. So today we have chosen our little lovely Bloody Bloody Mary.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm like just um, presenting it. It's like as if you're just, if you're not watching, it's like you would have no idea. And we're just like showing it. <laughs> we're just staring
0: silently at each other. Um, normally, this would be the part of the episode where we would clink our glasses and we say a, an annoying little cling, cling. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're just going <laughs> to, have to make another. it ready.
1: Yeah. Ting, clink. <laughs> like it was both different. It's fine.
0: Maybe yeah, it's we're, we're professionals. But unfortunately, yes. today we are recording separately, so we just get to stare at each other's face instead of be here in person.
1: Yes, it is unfortunate. We usually do try to record together, but circumstances arose where this was just the best option for us. And actually, it's sort of like a little uh, practice for us because I'll be road tripping for about a month coming up soon, so I'll be recording from different Locations, we'll see where our plans lead, like end up with me being in a certain spot since I'm doing a whole East Coast road trip all over the place. So we'll we'll see. Yeah, you
0: freaking where wild. We'll
1: I love it you're though. Taking the
0: spot on the road.
1: Yes, and hopefully, I already have some ideas of people to talk to on the road to meet up with, and so that'll be fun to to bring on as as a guest. Very excited. And, yes. yes, very excited. Um, but yeah, so we are separate right now, which is unfortunate, but we're in each other's spirits. We're, you know, yeah, as if the she's here. Energy. Yes. Is there. Exactly. <laughs> so we're going to dive in. And this episode is not necessarily anything um, about a particular topic other than us kind of deciding to just go over our wedding season since it did basically just end, right? Did you shoot? Do you have one more or do, are you completely done?
0: Yeah. I mean, technically I have one more, but it's Mm -hmm. an elopement. So it's just the actual bride and groom myself and Will. Um, but as far as the large weddings, I'm done. I've survived. We've done it.
1: Yes. And so same here. I finished my last large wedding back in September. So um, Oh my gosh. That is so dreamy. Well, October, so I'm still like feeling October because October was a lot of sessions. So
0: Yeah, it's your um, session nightmare.
1: Still very busy, just in a different way. But yes, both of our wedding seasons recently ended. And so now we get to do a fun little recap on it. Things that we went through, learned, because every year is different. Every year is a 100%. learning experience in itself. And um, yeah, because shooting weddings is fucking hard. So yeah. we're just going <laughs> to say it. It's,
0: no matter what anyone says or thinks.
1: Yeah, it's really, really hard. Um, it's a lot to Will keep up Will and I actually just
0: had this conversation. Sorry to interrupt you, but no, you're we are just
1: talking about like people that just
0: they grab their cameras and they're like, I'm going to be a photographer now. And then they just like think they can dive into the wedding world. And unfortunately, people book these people, but they have like zero preparation or experience on what the wedding world is going to be like. And we've all been
1: there. I mean, don't make it. Right. I was going to say, I mean, we all have to start somewhere, but that's definitely a good point when you are a seasoned wedding photographer and you've been doing this for at least two or three years. It's just one of those things where there's just multiple different occasions where different things happen and one season can be better than another, or just, like I said, different experiences from one year to the next. And, um, and it's, yeah. And it's just a lot. It takes a toll on your mental health, on your physical health. And so this is where we're going to sort of check back in on each other and our boundaries as well and see where we're at with that. Um, yeah. It's also something we're going to discuss on today's episode as well.
0: Love it. Can never have Love too it. many boundaries, really.
1: No. The more boundaries, probably the better. But but we'll yeah. definitely uh, get more into that because I think it'll just sort of lead
0: yeah, into that conversation 100%. once
1: you and I... Yeah, once we talk about um, our season, which, um, you know, I can go first and just saying that I had, so I had twenty large weddings, a hundred plus guests um, booked for this year. Twenty. I did have one drop off as a cancellation, just due to traveling reasons. There's no crazy story to it. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, the couple's nobody so ran great away. Shot, like... the altar. <laughs> no, no runaway bride. Love that movie, but nothing like yeah. that happened. <laughs> And um shot their allotment on their original date and then the pushback date just got canceled. So anyways, nineteen weddings and it was definitely a lot and every wedding photographer is different on their preferences and what they prefer to take on. Um I've shot upwards between twenty five and thirty weddings before. And so this year I did scale back a little bit to try to help my own uh peace of mind yeah. and for just for like my sanity's sake, so that I can actually like have a little bit of a life outside of picking up my camera, um, and yeah, I think it overall was it definitely this this wedding season was not a clusterfuck like last season. I think that was when we <laughs> talked on our first episode ever. We talked about how much of a clusterfuck last wedding season was in two thousand twenty one because of everything happening and being pushed back from COVID. This year, there was still a little bit of a trickle effect, but it definitely wasn't as intense. At least for me personally,
0: yeah, not same sure for other me. People
1: out there who's yeah. I'm sure there's other people I've seen who maybe still had some rescheduled weddings um, because of COVID this year. So, and COVID's still very much a thing. Hopefully we won't have to worry about wedding reschedules, but like, I just got my God, booster no. and almost like just felt like death for like 24 hours because of it. And, um, and yeah, so I would say overall great. Um, Learning lessons for sure, like I said. And what about for you, Courtney? Overall, we'll get into the details in a second, but just like overall, yeah. how do you feel about like what, how many weddings overall. did you do? And-
0: overall, that is, yeah. So I did uh, a total of 25 <laughs> weddings this year, and that includes weddings that were just photography, weddings that were just videography, and weddings that were both. So Definitely scaled way back this year. I think last year I was like what in the forties or something Sounds wild right. like yeah. that. It was You're outrageous, insane. and I nearly nearly drowned. Um, this year definitely felt a lot better in the sense that I wasn't so back to back to back. Um, overall, I guess from May to you know November, it was a lot more spread out. But I did have a couple weeks. In those uh, in wedding season, where things were a lot more condensed and a little bit more stressful, so that is a lesson for next year to take with me. <laughs> Separating out those weddings a little bit better, just to not feel so scatterbrained and wild, but definitely scaled way back, and will be again scaling back again next year.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Eventually, I'm again, just going to be I- like
0: down to like one wedding a year. <laughs>
1: I mean, well, as we get older, there's really only so much we can take on. Like we were saying before, weddings are so much work. And as you're getting older, there's literally only so much you can physically do. You know, all these wedding photographers who are, you know, in their early to mid-20s are like, we're just going to go shoot like three weddings back to back on the weekend. And this is like every weekend for the next like eight weekends. And so they have like all of their weddings jam-packed. Or at least most of them jam-packed within, like, a two- to three-month period. And, I mean, I do see these people. They're talking about how they, like, get sick a lot, how they're so exhausted. Mm-hmm. But, like, if that were – I just – first off, even just thinking about that makes me, like, want to vomit. Second, if I actually tried <laughs> to do that, I just know I I, I would have to hire someone to be, like, an associate to take my place oh, for, for the sure. day because my body couldn't handle that. Um, yeah. You know, 10-plus-hour 10, 10 wedding days – back-to-back. Absolutely not. So like I didn't have any back-to-back weddings this year. I did have a rescheduled situation where it was like an elopement and then a big wedding. But other than that, I didn't have two big weddings back-to-back, thankfully. I know you had like an elopement that was like a sunrise after – was it like after a large Um, wedding or – Yes. And
0: that was like (laughs) 100%. (laughs) Again, Will will tell you my scheduling – air of me just being too, too nice. But yeah, unfortunately we had a couple that we had planned a big wedding. And then the next night we were going to take on just a small little elopement um, bridegroom. And I think their guest list was supposed to be like 20 people. So we were like, that's an easy back to back kind of situation. And then unfortunately the elopement little intimate wedding couple, their venue just randomly canceled and closed, and they never got any answers, so they were scrambling to – Even to this day, right? Yeah, to this they day. I mean, answers? I think she might have gotten answers on – I want to say it was like the – it was a restaurant kind of place, and they just weren't paying okay. their employees, so they kind of just stopped oh. showing up, so they were forced to close. So, well, unfortunately, this – Yeah, this poor couple <laughs> – Had to scramble to replan their whole wedding within like two months' time. And the only venue, as this year is so crazy and wild, um, Mm -hmm. only had a sunrise time available. So Mm -hmm. I said yes. And in hindsight, I might not do that again in the future. (laughs) I might just be unavailable, unfortunately. But I did survive.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, okay. So I feel like it's one of those things where like I was saying when you are trying to set your boundaries and you're trying to like take on work, but also at the same time, take care of your mental and physical health. It's also kind of hard to predict um, certain things like this, where people are going to have like uh, unforeseen circumstances arise and you're going to have to pivot. And, you know, a part of being a great wedding vendor is trying to be as flexible as possible within reason. Mm -hmm. And that's what you did. Obviously, like, You know, if it were me, I probably, I mean, like, don't take this wrong, but I probably would have been like, nah, I need to do like this day later if it works for you. Um, But that's, I mean, my personal choice. You know, just one of those things where like I set that hard, hard boundary and that Mm -hmm. hard rule with like, I'm not scheduling anything the day after a wedding ever again. Yeah. Um,
0: No, going forward, for sure, that will be my motto.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I know some people do like day after um sessions with a couple especially if it's like a travel uh destination location yeah. um I've I've seen that I, I might consider something like that if it were to be like tr- you know traveling long distance and it's a whole weekend long thing and it and it's maybe like an hour long session like later in the day the next day like that is probably my only option of what I would book the next day yeah. but definitely not another f- full Wedding, wedding. large wedding, or even elopements, because elopements can still be, there's still a lot of work. Like, you don't want to downplay the fact that elopements aren't a lot of work by any means. They absolutely are, Um, especially if you're an adventure elopement photographer or somebody who's a vendor who's doing elopements. Like, you understand it takes, like, a lot of traveling, and even if you're within your state and you're still, like, bouncing around back and forth carrying all the stuff that you need to carry from one point A to point B to get up, like, to the top of a mountain or down the beach or, you know, whatever the situation is. Um, but, yeah, there's still a lot of work. So I definitely don't want to downplay yeah. that by any means. Um, but yeah, definitely not doing any. And even for me, it's, like, even the day before, I'm not booking things unless it's, like, has something to do with the couple for their wedding weekend, like a rehearsal dinner or yeah. day before Welcome session in. or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the only time I'll really – book anything like that these days because like I said I just wouldn't be able to handle it I just want to be able to show up 100 on the wedding day because that's what my clients deserve and that's what I also deserve too in order to perform my best
0: for sure that's literally the most important part what you deserve and what your client deserves
1: right your best Um, performance
0: and the only way to do that is to take care of yourself
1: yes agreed and you know it's funny because I was going to say we're going to we keep trickling into boundaries this whole conversation. So that's totally fine. But I did want to, I wanted to touch the on overall a whole theme. Yeah. I mean, boundaries are, I feel like one of those things and topics that a lot of business owners struggle with, um, when they're small entrepreneurs, like running their, their own show, if they're really like the only employee, even if they have maybe a virtual assistant or an editor or something like within the creative space like ours. But if it's like another type of business or whatever, if it, no matter what kind of business you're running, it's just a lot to handle. And you feel like because you're the only person, you have to be showing up all the time and working yeah. all the time. Because if you're not doing it, then no one else will be. So it's, it is very hard to make sure to set those boundaries, but not only set them and, and then follow your own rules with your boundaries and sticking to it because that's what I think is almost the most difficult part of that whole situation. Yep. Um, I think I would agree. And then I was going to say, I know one of the things that I came across this past wedding season in at least Colorado um, was a lot of my weddings this past season didn't have plan B um, options for their ceremony. If it was going to rain. And I think it goes without saying that most people assume that Colorado, you know, we're known for having like all the sunshine all year round and we don't really get that much rain. But we do get snow, of course, in the wintertime. And it's like this past summer was so much. There was so much rain, so much rain, There was so much rain. And I feel like it was just necessary to bring up because it was a lot to do. Like one of the weddings I, I shot was back in early June, which we've talked about like you know, spring here is just obnoxious. It's such a wishy-washy season time. where it's just like, it's like fake it's spring. Basically it's basically the like wildness. half the time. Yeah, it really is. Like that time of year, the weather's so, so unpredictable compared to really any other time of year. And so this is the beginning of June, technically before summer started, but there was a really intense thunderstorm that came through for our wedding where the ceremony and the reception was outside. There was The venue was basically like this house, but like guests couldn't go in the house. They actually had like this bathroom set up. They weren't porta potties, but it was like those trailer bathrooms or whatever that you can go in that are kind of fancy. Yeah. So they had that set up and they had a tent for the reception and then their ceremony is supposed to take place under this big, beautiful tree. And this thunderstorm rolled in, of course, literally like 20 minutes before the ceremony was supposed to start. And we're all like very hopeful it's going to pass. And. Yeah. So everyone just starts going under the tent because it's downpouring rain and not everyone's allowed into the house other than the wedding party and vendors. And so we're sitting out there and even the wind starts blowing so intensely that like, you know, Byron's my second shooter. And so he's with me. And these other guys are trying to hold down the tent, this big ass tent. I'm talking about like an an event tent (laughs) from blowing over because the wind kept like swooping in I guess the way that was coming into the tent It oh like some God. of the poles were starting to come out of the ground and they had to like hammer them back in again this venue didn't have like a representative on site I don't even know how that's possible but anyway, so yeah it was basically up to like the wedding guests and the vendors to like try to keep the tent in, in the ground <laughs> from going up I took it's some circus. photos of that too it really was it was just crazy and I was like okay well hopefully this isn't like a theme for the rest of the year. Cause it did rain for like an hour. Like we waited an extra like 30 minutes after that It had oh already been like 20, 30 minutes when that happened, waited another half hour. And so then the timeline got pushed back and um, it didn't necessarily affect uh, me too much. I'm flexible in the sense of like, if I need to stay a little bit extra because of something like that, then that's fine. Once it exceeds like over an hour and it goes into farther than that, then that's, you know, we yeah. have to have a conversation with our clients, but but yeah, I'm flexible since I had to stay a little bit later. I do remember the I thing I told you, the videographer just like up and left yes. in the middle of someone's toast because he had already stayed like us longer than we were contracted for, but yeah. he didn't have that conversation with the clients. He, he just, was like,
0: bye, like, my time is up.
1: <laughs> literally like the dad, like the oh groom's God. dad is like giving a toast, which video is more important toast than photo Mm -hmm. and so in my mind i was like uh i don't know what's happening right now he just like got and it was just him
0: oh my god i don't remember who it was i wouldn't
1: name names i don't even remember the guy's name um he just got up and i just literally see it because in the background of behind the couple is like where everyone's parked and you (laughs) see him in his car and just drive away (laughs) behind the couple as their toast is still going on and i'm like okay well they obviously just watched him walk away and So hopefully they're all right with it because there's like no reception out here anyways. I can't reach them for like another 10, 15 minutes, even if they wanted to.
0: Oh my God. That is so wild. I would never, ever do that. I would for sure just like wait until the toasts were done as annoyed as I might be. And then the second toast were done, then I would be like, Hey, I'm out of here. And if the couple was like, oh, can you please just stay and capture, you know, just the cake cutting or just whatever comes next? I'd be like, unfortunately, no. Like, I've already stayed. But I wouldn't just leave in the middle. Especially when everyone can just, like, watch you. (laughs) I want to leave in the darkness of night. I don't want anyone to know that I'm leaving.
1: (laughs) No, yeah, because we were literally right on the dance floor in between all of the guests. So it was, like, the clients, the guests, everyone saw. That gives me so much anxiety. Yeah, it was, I was just very uh, taken aback by that situation. But overall, um, point being, um, they didn't have a plan B. You know, I mean, I don't think there was no other option. I just think when you are choosing venues, um, you know, choose a venue where there is an option for a plan B. I think it's one thing to book a venue and you're just like well, hopefully we got great weather or else yeah. we're just shit out of luck shit or we're just going to have to get married in the rain or whatever the situation may be. Because for them in that venue, there was no plan B yeah. because there's no other option. Um, but it, I think it's important to, to note that when you are, you know, it's not really a vendor's choice, obviously, when you're hired to shoot a wedding, you kind of just take on the risk of like, okay, well, this is a venue that doesn't have an indoor option or a covered, even if it's not indoor option. Um or a ceremony you know i think it also comes into play with i think that situation having a wedding coordinator or a planner Mm. because they this this wedding was also they didn't officially have a coordinator or a planner and they had they had um i think it was like a sister-in-law who was helping like coordinate things like she was put in charge of doing that she for someone who like that's not her job she like officially like she did she did great i would say but and. but because of those types of situations when they arise if someone's in that situation and they haven't been in it before if they've never done it before they don't know what to do yeah it's um, pure
0: chaos for everyone else
1: it's pure chaos so ha- having a plan b as long as your venue provides it um and then yeah making sure you have a, like an actual like legit coordinator and or you know wedding planner because a must that's- must must and make it or, or break it situation and I mean I had another wedding where it downpour rain right before the ceremony was supposed to start yet again where if we really had to we could have gone inside but everything was already set up for the reception like huge tables because it was a large wedding and it pretty much took up the entire indoor space where the reception was supposed to be at if they wanted to bring things indoors but luckily you know the couple was just like you know they were down to just like wait it out and they didn't they weren't feeling super rushed as vendors we were you know the same thing it was one of the situations as well where the venue was like okay well we're gonna we have to close shop at like 10 p.m like we can't have you continue your wedding like we can't push back your end time for the wedding because of like noise ordinances for the county totally. and stuff like that um and so you know lucked out in the sense that everyone was like as flexible as they could be and like the planner knew exactly what she was doing and communicated with everybody and kind of leads into another thing that happened was uh family. Um, <laughs> I don't know the dynamic with the, the mom and the sister of the groom for this wedding. They, this is, it reminds me of the conversation we have with our moms in that episode from oh, last yes, season yes. where like moms can be a bit overbearing when it comes to not only the planning process, but the day of the wedding when they want their opinions to be heard, because apparently they feel like that, is an opinion that should count. That is the day that your
0: opinion needs to be heard.
1: Apparently. And so, yeah, this is a, it was a combination of, of course the rain started and then the groom's mom was really pissed that like we were waiting it out as if we had any control over nature Yes. and what was going on. And just again, another situation that was a little bit, a family dynamic thing that was a little bit overbearing for a lot of people. And I didn't feel the brunt of it too, too much that day. The planner was luckily, like I said, she's, the miracle worker, she took the, brunt um, of it. she took the brunt of it and handled it like a champ. And cause if it was me, I don't think I would have been as nice after a certain <laughs> period of time. Yeah. Like we've talked about before. you've those initial point of contacts with people who are a little bit too much. You try to put them down nicely and just like, take yeah, you're back. not
0: getting it at this point. And yeah, I need but to after,
1: listen. Yes. But after a certain period of time, there was just, it just became, excessive. So yeah. I'm just glad it was handled very well.
0: Yeah. I but. I mean, that's definitely something on my lessons learned for this year list is planners, day of coordinators. That is a must, must, must have on your wedding day. And I don't care if your wedding is seven people or 700, like you need 700? one. Oh my God. It's tangent. Can you imagine? I shot a wedding... <laughs> where Will and I were doing video only. Um, I want to say it was back in September. And so there was another photographer there. And this poor, lovely angel, she was shooting that wedding. And mm-hmm. then that, that night after the wedding, she was driving to, I want to say, Montana and was shooting a wedding the next morning with 600 guests. And she didn't know until two weeks at, like before the wedding, she said she finally just like heard back from the bride, and the bride was like, "Oh yeah, our guest list is tw- like six hundred people," and she was like, "I don't have a second shooter; like it's just me." Like, I didn't even know weddings that size even happened.
1: I mean, uh, I th- well, I would hope that they would have obviously planned ahead for the fact that. There was going to be that many people because I know when I initially have conversations with couples about their wedding, like during the, the consultation process but before they even hire me, that's one of my questions I ask is mine how many too. Yes, do you expect or how many invitations are you going to send out? Because at least that gives you some sort of indication of maybe how many they're going to be. Because it's like for sure, someone told me they're going to send out like 700 invitations, I'd be like, um,
0: we I need to have a different I conversation. This, <laughs> I
1: don't think this is going to be a great fit, yeah. Um, that just cool. like just stresses me out just to think about it.
0: Yeah. No, for sure. Um, so, I mean, I'd never even talk to her again. I don't know if that wedding had a planner, but Lord, I hope it did. Uh, oh, well, she's
1: listening. Tell her to yes, email us and tell text us about her. how that
0: went. <laughs> like, did you come survive? On. I need to know. And if but, she doesn't yes. do
1: stories, then she can come on and tell us about it.
0: Yeah, I do, for everyone here right now, want to do an episode of just stories. Like, I mm-hmm. want – the juiciest, most tea-filled stories from this season. You can write Mm -hmm. us, you can text us, you can email us, like, whatever you want to do. Or if you want to come on the show and tell your story, like, we will do it. I really want this because I have some good ones from this year. And I'm sure everyone else does.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Everyone loves loves good tea spilling to happen. I personally love it as someone who watches reality television – for sure. Te- did I say telly television? Telly. Oh, tele- she's she's gone British. <laughs> I'm practicing for my Europe trip next year. I actually thought about wearing a beret today, by the way. Okay, Should I accept?
0: It. That would have been adorable. <laughs> next. Maybe week. next
1: time. Yeah. Next time. Um but I watch reality television all the time and I just love when people spill the tea. It's my favorite. Yeah. Like I don't necessarily enjoy it when the tea is being spilt. I don't really have tea about myself to spill or like, hopefully no one really do, to do things for like tea about me to be yeah. spilled. But like in general, I don't like drama to be surrounding me, but when I watch it happen to other people and other things happening, I, yes, I do thoroughly enjoy watching it or listening about the story. Um, and hopefully whoever tells a story is someone who's maybe an outsider or it didn't really affect them too much. Cause you know, it could be, yeah. Come on here and be like, Oh, it ruined my life. Like, you know, <laughs>
0: I mean, I wouldn't hate that. I would love that. (laughs) Come on here and give me the goodest, bestest drama you got. Mm, Love it. Love the drama.
1: Yeah. Do you want to spill any tea from – I mean, you can always spill tea later on. Is there anything you want to – Yeah, I mean, there's
0: so much. I mean, I do have some tea that just happened as we're sitting here recording, and it circles back to Boundaries, and as we are sitting here recording, I just got – A freaking text message from a bride's mom, which is my biggest pet peeve in the entire world. Like, your family should not be contacting me unless it's like you're specifically trying to create a surprise gift for them or something along those lines. But even so, with the way my galleries are set up, you can do it on your own. But if it's pertaining to other things that you want or other things you want added, like No, that needs to come from my couple. That is not coming from your family. I will not respond. (laughs) I refuse. (laughs) I refuse. I'm just done. Do not have your mom call me. Do not have your mom text me. Like, it's just boundaries. And you are my couple. You are my client. I don't care who paid. But at the end of the day, you are my client.
1: Yes. And if you need to re-listen to our mom episode, please do so because we brought on – both of our moms to talk about how they felt about the situation and to talk about scenarios just like this, where weddings it's interesting. We have our boundaries, but I feel like it's not necessarily just couples, but like everyone, everyone involved in the wedding should have boundaries. And unfortunately sometimes depending on the relationship they have with like their parents or their guardians, it's like maybe those boundaries aren't really set up for them. So therefore those boundaries aren't set up for us. Yep. Coming from them.
0: A hundred percent. Like they don't have the ability to stand up to their parents in what they yep. want in the wedding. And so it kind of trickles down to the uh, the vendors on wedding, wedding day. And I know you've seen it firsthand where it trickles down to the planner or it trickles down to the florist or it comes to you and I. And it's like, uh, it's just a lot more stress in the wedding than there needs to be. <laughs> Oh, just, yeah. And everyone's do without that.
1: trying to make it l- the least amount of stress as possible. And I feel like if you don't have boundaries set up for yourself, whether you're on the client side or the vendor side, like boundaries all around need to be set. And they actually need to be verbalized. It's not just like setting them and be like, hopefully others will obey. I don't even want to say obey, but like understand that mm-hmm. these boundaries are set up and for a reason and maybe this is just a conversation where couples need to have. And yeah. sometimes it is uncomfortable to have that conversation with someone who has been a guardian to you or is your parent or someone who has been an authority to you for so long. I think that's where it comes into play where they feel uncomfortable about it. So totally. I think that's a good point. Yeah. And I you think just
0: as you were saying, delete you that. go back to I'm trying to look up what I don't even know what episode number it was. I want to say it was like episode six. Our mom episode if this is someone you yeah i'm like maybe maybe six <laughs> maybe seven somewhere around there but if you are currently planning your wedding or it's you know you're about to start planning your wedding and you feel like boundaries are going to be an issue between you and a parent or you and someone else that's not your spouse like that episode has a lot of great ways for you to sit down and talk to these people to start that boundary talk mm-hmm without it coming from such an aggressive point where it's just kind of exploded and now we're here. So bringing mm-hmm. our moms on was great for you guys. Cause they said how they wished if, if we came to them, how would we want to be approached in that situation? Right. So it's yeah. so a great episode. Highly recommend little going little back reminder, to that
1: one. Yeah. A refresher so go back to that one. If you want to go back to it, Circle, circle back. Cheers to that, to circling back, because we are actually on season two and we can say that now. Yeah. What? It's like I've forgotten. Wild. <laughs> how do we even get here? I really don't even know. I'm actually, I don't even know how, I'm, I'm just trying to get down to my olives right now.
0: Mm, yeah, I'm like scared to get my, my pickled beans out of here because they're going to be so crunchy today. Oh my God, those are beautiful <laughs> blue cheese stuffed olives. Look at that. Is there really oh. any other kind of olive?
1: Mm, there are, but preferably. No, there's not. I'm trying not to chew into the microphone. Yeah.
0: Well, we could create a whole new podcast that's just ASMR Sounds of Courtney mm. and Alicia.
1: We could do like camera equipment too. Turn that, on and off.
0: We could do like a whole series. Like, name this camera equipment device. Sound. <laughs> <laughs> We we're broken. We're I for probably sure wouldn't broken. be able to get it
1: right ourselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like um, it's great that we're recording this stuff at this time of year because obviously this is like when things – I don't even want to say slow down because our editing queue is just – A nightmare. Ignore, like, yes, if you're a photographer, videographer, you completely understand that at least where we're at right now, physically, geologically, uh, all of us uh, in the Midwest, the West, are feeling the – the pressure of our editing queue because there's just so much to catch up on from all the things we were shooting these past few months with all the due dates now arriving and it's just a lot. So I just think it's funny. It's like technically it's like our off season from shooting coming up or like the slower season, but it's like now our brains are just sort of mush and can't even truly form sentences without having to think about it twice because obviously I've already fucked up once on – At least one thing so far that I know of talking just on this one episode alone.
0: I'm sure I have several. Yeah, my brain has literally shut off in multiple sentences. It's just like batteries falling out. Shut her down.
1: (laughs) Shut her down. So (laughs) whatever the slow season looks like for you at any point in time, we feel it. We feel you. We get it. And yeah. Um, Wait, did you say you were going to? T- Wait, did you say you were going to bring <laughs> up another? This is what I'm saying. <laughs> this is. Did you say you were going to bring up another juicy tea teapot spillage? Oh uh, my god, I have so moment? many.
0: He, as you know, Alicia knows I have called her in full on tears multiple times this season, um as well as I've texted her screenshots of. Juicy tea of things that have happened that I'm like, you I literally cannot. I, I think what I always say to you is you cannot make this up. This just happened. Yeah. So I have a lot of that yeah. coming your way this season. So just prepare yourselves. Um, but I know that last year when we kind of did our recap, we both had picked a word for what we wanted for the year. And I wanna say we both chose boundaries last year. Mm-hmm. So, this year I have decided that my word for going into 2023 is going to be kindness. And that'll circle back to all the juicy tea that I have to give this year and what uh, myself and Will have (laughs) gone through. But kindness is going to be the word on my shirt for the year. What's yours?
1: Ooh, under pressure. I didn't even think about this one. This is a, I know. a rapid fire situation. I mean, I'm not you could say boundaries twice
0: in like one this. year.
1: Well, I mean, definitely. So I think maybe even change could mm. be a word used because um, I just recently also talked about how I'm transitioning a little bit out of shooting large weddings and focusing more into medications. And not to say that I'm not shooting large weddings at all anymore going for like next year. Just scaling year them back. Yeah, scaling back. Um but it definitely has a lot to do with the boundaries that I'm setting up so that I can yeah. be in my mind, what my definition of successful is and my definition of successful definitely not only includes my business, but my personal life intertwined. Um, love that. It. It's like we were saying, it's just hard to separate the two when you are an entrepreneur. So that's the idea is the change will happen so that I can better myself and then in turn better the work that I provide for my clients.
0: Yeah. Nope, perfect. Change, kindness,
1: and boundaries. It's yes. going to be our well. That's what I'm saying. The theme 2023, 2023 like motto. It should just be a motto in general.
0: It kindness. should, but people don't know how to act anymore. They be acting a fool these days. Yes, <laughs> Alicia's true. trying,
1: especially to hold days. it together.
0: <laughs> I She's I really just am. trying. There's not a lot laughing. Um. um
1: yeah, there's just a lot I can say on that. And But no, like like we were saying, well, as we were recapping just this past year and, and the things that we've gone through and, and noticed and now have trying to set up ourselves for success going forward, those boundaries are, are, are what's going to help us do that. Totally. And I think it's really important if you're a vendor listening and you feel the struggle and the burnout, which I felt very much at this time last year. Thankfully mm-hmm. for me, at least personally, I don't feel it. I feel the burnout. I don't feel it as hard. I think for me, it's a lot of, um, not just from this past year, but the year before, I think the past two years have actually sort of just like welded together a little bit. I didn't really have much of an off season, um, in between during the slower seasons this past year and the year before. So it just kind of all just like, I felt burnout a lot this year earlier on than I did last year. So it almost was like, maybe because I felt it earlier on, it was a little bit, Less intense, but it was still yeah. there. If that makes sense, I don't know. It's totally just like drawn out. Yeah. Um, and so that's why going forward and having even more stricter roles about my own boundaries is going to be what's going to set me up for success. And I think it's important for everyone to realize that boundaries are not a bad thing. In not fact, at all. they're quite the opposite. They're the best thing you can do for yourself. Yep, and whether great. you are a vendor or a client, having boundaries set up is just really going to help you mentally get through a lot of the hard decisions you're going to have to make or the hard times you're just going to have to go through and because I really have no one to blame any no one else to blame but myself Mm -hmm. for burnout and for feeling the way that I do and I take full responsibility but you know you can't go back you can only move forward and so moving forward is just learning from the mistakes that I've made and trying to do better for myself in the future just growth just learning and yeah
0: um what's something that you feel like you did well this year
1: um i think i mean well i guess it just depends on what angle you're coming from um so because i felt burnout a little bit earlier on the season i'll say what i feel like i didn't do great and then what i did do great so that's like or something that you're I'm proud human. of
0: it doesn't have to be something you did well i guess
1: yeah, I mean, I'm I'm proud. I like editing wise. I feel like I'm definitely doing a lot better than I did last year. Um, I did yeah. hire on an editor to help me out with some weddings this past season, so that's been helpful. to The have greatest her thing
0: any photographer could ever do. Side note, if you're yep. a photographer I mean, listening,
1: if game changer. You want to hand off? Yeah, it is definitely a game changer. I mean, I'm. Such a psycho that I'm still going in after my editor sends me back the gallery, and I'm still like editing like every photo. <laughs> I do the same. Like thing. she does great. She does yeah. great. It's one of those. Same, I mean, like if you have to, like you should go yes. through every photo and double right, check. You like that goes with. Still want to be mean, like, in
0: control of your photos.
1: Yeah, so I mean that's so that's been good. I'm I'm just proud of like my turnaround times. So my clients, therefore, hopefully, are happy. I'm proud in of you sense. too. Oh, thanks. I yeah. I mean. I say this now, I'm like, you know, scratching at the, the door of it being like later than I was intending for some of these galleries coming up because everything is just happening all at once with DJs. Yeah. Like you were just saying that tis, tis the season for a never ending editing queue. So yeah. So I guess I could say that that's what I'm proud of. I don't know. You should Maybe definitely I'll be proud of, later of that. On.
0: Yeah. <laughs> As you get through well, the think, rest what of the a, list.
1: I don't even want to look directly at it. Just like yeah. it's there. And I'm like. Man. What editing cue? You can't do
0: it. I'm no, the same way. It's
1: there. Um, yeah.
0: What about you? Yeah. What's I would say of? same. Proud of. I didn't stay as on top of it as I had planned going into the season. But I, like you, hired um, an outsourced editor, which has been. Something I have fought for a long time because I just had it in my mind that it, like, it's my work. Like, I should be doing all of it. (laughs) But at the end of the day, it's... Yeah, it's hard to let it go. It's hard to let it go. And I guess what I didn't realize is, like, outsourcing to editors... It can be so many different things. It can be they call all your images for you. They just literally straighten for you. Like, it can be such a different tiered level of assistance. It doesn't have to be the whole shebang. And so once I figured that out, that has been a game changer. And I'm just proud of myself that I let go of those reins to allow someone to help me. Um, and then, yeah, I guess the other thing I'm proud of is I did start putting my foot down more. This year, whereas in the past, I've really struggled if, you know, we were done at 830 and it's 845 and then I go to say goodbye and the bride and groom um, ask me to stay a little bit longer. Like, can you just capture, you know, this one more thing? Or we really wanted to do this. In the past, I would just like, okay, you know, and I would stay. But Will has been helping me a lot on this and we're just like, nope, like, unfortunately, like our coverage is done. We're out of here. And once I've mm-hmm. started doing that, I started realizing like the people are understanding and they're just, yeah. they get it. They're like, yep, that's cool. We totally get it. Like you guys have been rock stars, you know, and that some of it unfortunately just comes down to people just try and get a little bit more, <laughs> right? They just want always a little bit more and a little bit more. And that's just human nature. So I am proud of myself for that this year not proud, proud of, that of. For you too
1: because you are the nicest person so I feel like it's I really am probably it's so hard for you thing. where I'm just an asshole and I'm like all right, <sighs> I'm done <Yeah. laughs> well I mean like I have said I'm flexible like if things happen of course where like things were pushed back because of like rain or you know outside circumstances yeah. like that's one thing but like the day's going like as it should and I'm supposed to end coverage at nine and the couple's like, oh, well, we want to do this and that. Like, okay, well, you either have the option of paying me the X amount for the next 30 minutes to an hour or we're done. Like, yeah, it's not just me hanging out. Like my time is valuable. Totally. I need to get home. Everyone's different, but I need to get home to feed my dog and give him his heart medication because he needs to take that every 12 hours. And like, you know, but other people like children or other, other responsibilities, other things that you're, that are important to you. And so or I think you that's... might have a long drive or all of the above, yeah. especially yeah. in Colorado. Yeah. Yes. Like an hour and a half, two hours, usually minimum. Usually it's like, it's so funny when you have a wedding that's like 30 minutes away, you're like, oh, what is this? I get it so close. <laughs> so <closed>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know it just feels magical when you,
1: you're like, I only have a 20 minute drive tonight. Like what is life? It's so weird. I know. So yeah. But I'm proud of you for that, too, because, again, boundaries have been set. I'm glad that you're sticking to them because I think it's important as just an individual to stand your ground and do what's best for you.
0: It does make me nauseous on the inside,
1: (laughs) especially like
0: in emails and stuff when I'm like typing them and I'm being, you know, like, nope, I'm not going to do that or nope, this isn't something I offer. I'm like literally shaking, thinking about what they're going to say in a response, but I'm getting better. I'm figuring it out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I also think that the people are, are realizing what we do as wedding vendors, we're not machines, we're not, you know, there's, it really is usually just one, maybe two or three people. You know, I know some like there's teams, people have like teams, there's like multiple, especially like planners and stuff. Like I get that, but usually there's only like one point of contact for them. And yeah. the client so like most clients and people are, are aware that you know we're doing our best we do what we can when we can and and that's all that we can do you know like as long as we're doing our best that's that's all that we should be doing
0: totally absolutely well I yep. mean as per usual we have chatted everyone's ears off always longer than we you plan know, to we so just I know like,
1: we're like just come to happy minutes. hour with, with about- us Fifty minutes in now. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Here we are just talking away. Um, Yeah, I think that's a great place to open up season two. I think Mm -hmm. that we really this season have some great guests lined up for you guys, some great tips. And of course, we've kind of started to, you know, dish into the tea and the juice. So we have a lot of that Mm -hmm. coming, but we want to bring on. Any guests that you guys would love to see, we want to talk about topics that are something that might be curious to you, or you're just like, I have no idea about this, or can you guys touch on X, Y, Z, we want to do it this season. So reach out to us. We can put all the links on how you guys can do that in the show notes, as well as you can always just reach out on direct messages on Instagram at, what is ours? At wild weddings unedited, what is life?
1: Yeah, I'm <laughs> the, like, uh... The Bloody yes, Mary is setting <laughs> in. Yes. You'll probably be better at checking those DMs than me, though, because DMs, I fucking hate DMs so much. So, Courtney will respond to I will to be there DMs. for you guys. I'm yeah. on the inside. Um, <laughs> on the inside. I'm like, I think I literally just touched on the topic, like yesterday or something how I'm like the worst with text messages and messaging in general because they give me anxiety and all that shebang so like email is my cup of tea when it comes to like your sweet spot I'm like yeah I'm just like my preference for like the form of communication at least for business stuff like this personal you know my friends my friends can wait like three days if they need a response from me they're fine they'll live yeah
0: (laughs) they're not gonna you know (laughs) die they'll understand it's Alicia it's normal
1: Yeah. I mean, I've set that standard uh, for the past few years, at least, especially since I've been running my business. So, but yes, please, please reach out if there's any topics, conversations that you want us to have. Obviously we're open books. We're not trying to hide anything. No topic is off limits. No, we are down to talk about whatever, honestly. So the more information and the more ideas you give us, like we already have ideas. We already Know of things that you want to talk about. But of course, you know, our listeners are well, the reason we're here. So, yep. as listeners, if there's something you would love to hear us talk about, learn more about, then definitely, definitely reach out and we'd be more than happy to add that to our list uh, of episodes.
0: Yeah, or move it up in the list.
1: Or move it up. It, it may be something we do already have planned. So, we're just very yeah, excited to get these. T-
0: <laughs> See? The Bloody Marys, how many – okay, wait. I need to circle back. How many (laughs) shots did you put
1: in your Bloody Mary? Be honest. I think it's like a shot and a half. Me too. I just filled up my like measuring cup like same liquor thing.
0: And then I may or may not have poured light beer on top. I love that for you. I'll never tell.
1: (laughs) It's Monday (laughs) 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 as (laughs) well.
0: Monday afternoon and now I get to dive back into editing. I just have a little buzz on.
1: Yeah, I mean, sometimes I'll just crack open a bottle of wine, especially if I'm editing at night, and, like, that just makes sense for me. Like, that sounds wonderful. That's probably what I'll do tonight as I'm getting through yeah. some of my sessions that I need to pump out, so I agree. But, yeah, season two, very excited to we be here, to be doing this again, and we're just – I can't – I'm just so stoked for everything we're going to talk about.
0: Me too. I'm so grateful. grateful, Jesus Christ <laughs> – so That's grateful really got for to all of you guys. <laughs> Thank you, as always, for listening to us ramble. It's basically like you came to a girl's happy hour. So welcome. Woohoo! We're so happy to have you. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And we always Mm-mm-mm. have to Until next each time, one.
1: friends. Yeah. Bye-bye. Until next time. Bye. bye. Love you.
0: Okay, bye. <laughs> oh, my God. Make sure to leave a review.
1: This makes our day and fuels future episodes. Weddings, weddings, unedited.